following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum, assemble! You're watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from the Hall of F. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. First, he is our riddle. Inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs, you don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin. Jay. Hey. Hey, indeed. Next, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. What's up? What's up with you? <laughs> uh, as for myself, <laughs> my, my name is Lauren Shun. They call me Mary Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Shout out to Oz. He's out working, making the world a better place for, for you and for me. So, you know, he couldn't be with us here today, unfortunately. Uh, if we're lucky, maybe we'll get him in chat. If not, hey, he'll be around next week. So, uh, yeah, you can look forward to seeing him then. But in the meantime, just, you know, shout out to him. Uh, in, in the meantime, we got a great show for you today because we are going to be talking to you all about Transformers. Rise of the Beasts. And we are going to be talking to you about the ninja vampire epic that is Bleed Them Dry. So we got both of those going on. And of course, whatever else it is that you all want to talk about, as always, and we'll tell you how it is, you can do that and get down Fantastic Forum in just a moment. But before we do all that, we want to make sure that we give a shout out to Mr. Scott Rubin, because without him, this show would not exist. So thank you, Mr. Scott Rubin. Hope you're doing well. Um, and with that said, let's go ahead and tell you how to be down with the Fantastic Forum. Hold on. <laughs> cut, cut to the Fantastic... Cut to... <laughs> in, in turn... Get turn. Action! Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. I definitely want to join the party. Thank you, intern. Appreciate your hard and dedicated work. All right. So yeah, uh, fantasticforum.live is the place to be. You can go and uh, jump on there, hit the call-in button, and you would get the coveted role of being the fourth member of Fantastic Forum. Oz is here right now, so you can be the fourth member of Fantastic Forum. Um, or you can uh, go ahead and look, look at us, uh, or you're probably already looking at us, actually, or else you're not hearing me on YouTube or on Twitch. You can always jump into chat We'll take your comments directly out of the chat and bring them into the show, such as Jay. Jay, insert a witty chat comment here, please, sir. Uh, Tiger Cross says, what's up, Fantastic Forum? The future of the Transformers franchise is about to get bigger. 
Mm. Tiger Claws alluding to some things, and uh, I, I get it. We we will get there, friend. We will definitely get there. In the meantime, though, like we're gonna hold off, Tiger Claw. Like the this is this is a show made for the claw, right? Like, <laughs> like this, this is like every, everything Tiger Claw wants to talk about. Uh, we're gonna talk about today. So, or I'll say all the main things because not everything, but. With that said, there are going to be some spoilers coming down the road for Transformers Rise of the Beast. So if you care about that kind of thing, um, you know, we just want to we want to let you know that, you know. But uh, yeah, it's not we're not quite there yet, but we will be in in just a moment, in just a moment. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything, anything that I'm forgetting that we should be talking about before we get into our topics for today. Well, they released that uh, DC was a dual thing, the game. I don't think they released the game yet, right? I think it's just the, a, a the beta. beta. Yeah, yeah, but I, I did, I, I haven't gotten anything that says I'm in the beta. I did sign up for it, but and I know there are people that are in it. Obviously, like there's yeah. influencers so I'm and whatnot. Technically, in it, they gave me the key. Oh, yeah, yeah. So now I guess oh, I have. You... To... Yeah, no, have to... they gave you. They well, gave I want to play on my phone. Oh well, it's not it's not that kind of game, though. Who wants to be in the beta? <laughs> I'll give you my key. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, I like Jay. Do you like? Is there? Like Jay has like. Well, look, I'm I'm, I'm going to speak for Jay because, you know, unfortunately, Jay's not here to speak for himself, right? You know, <laughs> but but instead of like, or maybe a better way for me to say it is Jay, I mean, at this point, you've pretty much like officially put Snap down, right? You're like, I'm good. Um, For the most part, yeah. Yeah. It's so is fun. There any- what? It's so fun right now. Oh, I'm literally like I'm massacring these people. Like I got a Nimrod deck, I got my one's deck, I got I, I even I played with your deck, Jay, that you gave me, and I, I just I you know I tweaked it to my benefit because of my. It turns out I'm actually like the Captain America of Marvel Snap because I'm just <laughs> a really good strategist. Like Larry was talking to me, and I'm just paying attention to Larry, and I'm playing with it. On one, and I go, Larry, hold on, hold on, shut up! I'm about to massacre this guy. And then it just looks it looks like it just looks like what it looks like, and then it's just boom retreat. Like the guy knew he's like, okay, don't fuck my ass too hard. So he just <laughs> <laughs> that is what happened. That is what happened. <laughs> oh, it's so Man. fun. Yeah, they just uh, changed Galactus, which I don't even know if you even played against any Galactus decks or not, Jay. Not a whole deck, but I have seen him. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, I hear you. I, like Galactus has been Larry the bane Lynch. of like yes. <laughs> has been the bane of of the many of Marvel Snap players' existence for a little while now, just because I don't, you know, I, look, <laughs> right, right. And you know, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Up until recently, the issue with a Galactus deck is that you have to play a certain set of cards that 
counter Galactus. And so it's like, you know, like Moe's deck, for instance, has a built-in counter to Galactus because Nimrod. So it's like, generally, I mean, because technically they're, look, depending on what level of Galactus player you're playing with, it's like, you might not, Nimrod's might not even help because if they're using like yeah. Null beforehand, you know, if they were using like freaking Galactus on four and then Spider-Man on five and then Null on six, it's like, it doesn't even matter or Null and Death. It don't matter how many Nimrods you have. Like, that's just not, you know, you're not going to get over that. But but if you have a Chang-Chi <laughs> that comes in when you play your, when you play your fucking Lockjaw, <laughs> they get fucked in the ass with extra soy that's sauce. That's true. <laughs> with extra soy sauce. There it is. So, you know. Is, you know, you can like... see that video on our channel if you like. Subscribe. <laughs> right. I have quite a few uh, Galactus butt fucks there <laughs> it's like I, I even say in the video like don't they don't they read comments galactus always loses <laughs> like <laughs> it's true it's true and so you know but now they've made it so yeah galactus definitely is going to lose more often now because i played more than a few decks recently where i'm just like oh yeah like i see it coming and now like you know but the thing is like i wasn't i don't often play direct counters so i'm just like yeah i'm not trying to yeah, I don't well, like. Oddly enough, today I lost to Galactus twice. <laughs> really? Which is, uh, yeah, which in a row actually, which is odd for me. But yeah, it is odd. Uh, uh, it, it was a uh, yeah. I don't know what happened there because um, I don't record my defeats. But um, you don't record your defeat. Look, that's you <laughs> and the majority of the community. They're like, oh no, I, all I, they they out here like DJ Khaled. All I do is win. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> I, I think like, nah. I'm like. I, I I'm in looking at my little tutorial videos. I, I think it's time to start, you know, because you could learn from defeats too. Like one hundred percent, man. The, and the, the saying, the saying, uh, a model. You know, like, every I, fight you, you get stronger. Right. Yeah. I'm hoping to live stream, uh, me playing Snap a couple days after the week, but we'll yeah. see. Oz Oscor is listening. There he is. He says. Galactic is nothing. High evolutionary has been more of a pain. So yeah, I'm sure I'm sure he means Galactus. He's you know he he's out here working and doing the show. So <laughs> you know, yeah, but, I, I don't. Um, I haven't had that issue. I mean, I, I've had some issues with the high evolutionary, but not that bad. I, you know, I, I concentrate more on what I'm doing than what they're uh, than than uh, than countering. You know, so even if I lose, I guess that's part of why I do have. Kind of my record is probably more like uh, I, I have a lot more losses than than I show, but um, mm -hmm. it, it is like I'm more concentrated on what I'm doing, you know. And, and that that's kind of yeah. helped. That strategy has helped me. Like I mean, the the last season I got to like 99, <laughs> right? On, uh, you know, and right. uh, the last one I didn't I didn't really play as much because it was the mm -hmm. Guardians. No, I don't give a fuck about Guardians. So, <laughs> right, right. Right now, I already yeah. paid for the fucking <laughs> the the ultra premium, the fifteen dollar one. So, because uh, I want I want that twenty ninety nine variant for Spider Gwen. Mm, nice, nice. No, man. Uh, I will say that you know that Spider Gwen card I've really been enjoying, man. It, it's mm -hmm. a good time, especially because I I like move decks. And yeah. so because I like moved and so Spider Gwen, I was like, dude, I, I need that. And then uh 
I, I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to get Silk anytime soon, but I think next week is actually Spider-Man 2099. And yeah. I, that card, I definitely want too, because I feel like that'll be kind of cool. Um, and now we have another move location too with Aunt May's house. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That today, that was really fun. Dude, playing like, playing a move deck with that joint is crazy because I'm sitting here like I got this this multiple man deck and literally oh 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 you all right Jay you all right that was him downloading Snap. he was telling his phone <laughs> like, I was like if they break it in let us know like I'm close I'll come <laughs> like, dude. um no man like as soon as as soon as I see Aunt Maze I like if I put multiple man on that joint yeah game's pretty much over because a lot of what i've been doing is i've been putting i i use forge on turn two ideally i use forge on two and then i'll put multiple man down on three and so if i can put multiple man down and on aunt may it's like it's the it's everything because multiple the multiple man is friggin uh what three right yeah. so he's two two three right forge makes him two five aunt may is gonna give him three yeah. so that makes it two eight and then it's gonna move it automatically mm -hmm. so that's two eight and an extra a free move so yeah. that means i have two now yep. so now all i'm just like oh oh look what i'm hoping for after that is dr strange <laughs> so yeah, I can mess around and put Doctor Strange down in the location where there are no multiple men, and then get another two in that location. And I'm just like, oh, like cats are just like, no, nah, I'm done. <laughs> They're like, no, thank That's you. It's almost like a, a Nimrod, but with more power ups. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, yeah. absolutely. It's it's worse than the. Well, I won't say it's worse than Nimrod because you're right. It is like a Nimrod. It's just that Nimrod doesn't leave a, a a copy where it was it leaves right. a copy in the other two places so yeah, yeah. exactly yeah but, if, but yeah, yeah man, it's it's crazy like, um, i gotta try playing nimrod on Aunt maze because if he gets moved yeah. and gets powered up mm -hmm. and then gets killed right the copies that are, are going to be stronger <laughs> copies they're going to be eight eight plus eight copies yep. too they play wave and then I play destroyer <laughs> and then I Arnim Zola. What right. those? That's it. There, that's I don't what I'm have, saying. I, I don't even have, and I don't even have enough spaces for Nimrods. What Listen, a Nimrod. That's what it is. That's like that's exactly the, the issue that I've been running into with these with these multiple <laughs> men. It's like I don't have enough spaces to put eight or nine power. Multiple men, because what happens is if there's not Aunt May, or I will say if there's not Aunt May, but what I'll say is, like my my strategy, and so here it is. I'm I'm get I'm letting the secrets out. Just don't use them on me. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> forge, forge on two, multiple man on three, turn four, put down Iron Fist. And then you put down Hulkbuster where Multiple Man is. Mm. And so that's the, again, you got 
two, three is multiple man plus the forge. Now it's five plus Hulkbuster. Now that's an additional four. So it's a nine power friggin' uh, multiple man. And then because I played Iron Fist plus the Hulkbuster on four, it's like that's my first friggin' split right there. You know what I'm saying? One, two, because even though it's like, okay, it like technically you have to play the card after for uh, Iron Fist because it's connecting to the multiple man, it sees that as like the card you just played and then it splits. And then again, same deal where I'm looking for, hopefully I'm looking for uh, um, Doctor Strange next. Or if I get if Spider-Gwen's in my hand, then I'll go with Spider-Gwen next because that's the only tie. Like you got to, whatever the card you last played is what Spider-Gwen pulls. So if I if I have Spider Gwen in my hand, I'll go Spider Gwen next, and which you know now I have multiple locations. So whichever place I have room for two multiple men is where I play Doctor Strange. And by that time, cats are just like, you know what? They're, I don't even want to play no more. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> like I've only had one game where I've lost when I've had that combination. Like because at this point, like I'm like if I if I have Forge, if I have Forge, um. Multiple man and Hulkbuster in my hand, I'm gonna snap. Like that's that's a win as far as I'm concerned. I don't need Iron Fist. If I have Iron Fist too, then I'm like double snap. <laughs> if if there was such a thing, I was like, I'm I'm hitting the button and it's not working. I'm like, damn it, you know, <laughs> you know. I wish I wish I could snap twice, you know. <laughs> but but you know, it's one of those things where it's like I'm definitely snapping. And so, um, but but the fact is, it's like. The only time where I lost and I had all that going for me was because here's the thing. I'm playing these joints all over, like literally like two or three cards in each location that are like plus nine or nine. You know what I mean? So it's hard to mess with that. And my whole thing is like, you know, it's not like multiple man's like a one cost card. It's not human torch. Right. So you can't kill monger that joint. So it's like in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, you have to use Shang Chi, and it's still only like, just one. <laughs> but you only got one Shang Chi, right? You only got one Shang Chi. It's in all my locations. So how are you going to make that work? And the only time I lost was a dude that messed around and he played his Shang Chi, and I'm like, you only got one Shang Chi, and then he played Absorbing Man, and this for two Shang Chi's, right. and I was like, oh, son of a bitch, I was <laughs> like. Uh... Is it uh, Sinister London or one of those where he... Yeah, no. Another say? Right, <laughs> See, and that's the thing. If it was Sinister London, I would have been prepared for that. Yeah. But this fool messed around and at the, like, literally final turn, he played Shang-Chi and then he played Absorbing Man. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And I think... I don't remember what... Like, I don't play a lot of Absorbing Man, so I'm not, I don't remember <laughs> if Absorbing Man is a three-cost card or a four-cost card. Because it very well might have been three. Hmm? Yeah. I think oh, it's a three, three cost. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that might be so. If, if it wasn't three cost, then um, it might have been a, a thing with a, a um, magic extending. Oh, the, yeah. Yeah, might have. I don't remember. But either way, I yeah. was just like, man, that was the like only game that I lost where I was like, when I had that combination. And I was like, dude, like I'm like, good props to you. I would have given that fool some tokens or something if I could have. <laughs> <laughs> like, you deserve it. 
before we move on to our actual topics and, yes. and, and this fun, I would like to bring in a little bit of a downer. Uh, oh. we, we, had, we had a big death in, in the comics community, and it's a uh, he was a father, and uh, I don't know how good he could have been, but you know, he, he brought his son into this world, made him like comics, and then uh, you know, passed away. And uh, I do would like to take this this little swig right here in honor of uh, John Romita Sr. <laughs> R.I.P. John Romita Sr. He uh, <laughs> he's the reason that the. Uh, my first words growing up were Spider-Man, <laughs> you know, like as a little baby, Larry, my mom told you that story. It's Spider-Man. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that cartoon that made me talk <laughs> as a toddler because <laughs> I wanted to watch Spider-Man was, uh, was it's John Romita's art is <laughs> that cartoon in motion, you know? So it, my image of what I see Spider-Man in art, Gwen Stacy, Green Goblin, Norman Osborn. <clears throat> it was John Romita Sr. And uh, so it's for you, John Romita Sr. Rest so sad, man. I know I know John Romita was in his 90s. Yeah. Uh, but Or John Romita Sr., I should say. Because, right. you know, obviously John Romita Jr., you know, our, our condolences to him. Yeah, and you know the rest of his family. Like, man, that's hard. That's so sad. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, uh, we're part of the same. He lived club. a good life. Yeah, me, John Romita Senior. Uh, I mean, sorry, me, John Romita Junior. Jay. <laughs> we're part of the same club now. The same drinking group. <laughs> right. I don't mean to say it, laugh, Jay, but it, it's how I cope with it. Mm-hmm. I'm one of the I'm one of the spiders in the in the spider verse. <laughs> it's like, why are you the one that's not funny? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, man, damn, that's hard, man. It's a legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, it's a legend. And, you know, I got to. I I think I have his last uh the last thing he ever did in comics, which I think was a a, a Spider Man variant, and it was mm. just a drawing of Gwen Stacy. Like a portrait of her, and then Spider Man just like chilling right there. And it, it was, it had nothing to do with the story or anything, but it was like, ah, you got a, a genre of media variant. Like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna buy that. <laughs> you know? uh, that's yeah, my yeah. cool. That's what I want. Like, yeah, yeah. Know, okay, that was a, uh, I'm like, you know what? I would get that tattoo on my back, you know, because I, I love genre <laughs> of media. Part. Like, that's that design of, like, his design of Mary Jane <laughs> is my quintessential, like, the, like, uh, Face a tiger, you hit the jackpot. And like you know, that, that's what right, we see. Right. You know, that that mod sixties art style, like you know, yeah. It, it's like you can't see, uh, uh, you can't unsee that that design. Like yeah. it, every design that ever went from that was like a takeoff of that design. You know, right? Fashion, or even like the the Spider Man No More joint. Right. Yeah. That is yeah, so, that's, which is classic, like so iconic yeah. that it's been you know yeah. like. Parody. People have, yeah, yeah, have have homaged it so many homaged times, it, yeah. You know? So, yeah, man. Yeah, that's the one. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Man, look yeah. how good that is. Jesus. Yeah, and I, I, I don't even know how. Uh, I, I don't know if they, they, it might have been something in his, ch- in his like 
sketchbook that they just decided to like mock up and, and you know <laughs> right, right. Like, it doesn't seem like something, something they paid him to do you know it's just some yeah. art they rejected back in the day and they just decided to color it you know but i'm like man that tattoo on my back would be the shit <laughs> you know it would be actually yeah. that would actually be pretty well listen to a certain group of people i know right <laughs> like like Look, trust hey, me let's just say nobody's gonna be back there pumping away at my bung seeing like man i wish he didn't have this tattoo you know what i mean <laughs> mo mo only lets comic nerds enter him from behind yeah. <laughs> it's literally like, the way he drew it it's literally like he's like sticking to your back because of his spider power mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. but yeah ultimately it's like anybody that says that's not allowed in my bung there it is there it is all right Let's go ahead and um, let's play this theater music so we can talk about Transformers uh, friggin' Rise of the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something worthwhile. Something worthwhile. Theater. Comic book theater. Transformers. I failed you guys. Right. I oh get... no. Did yeah. You didn't get to see it? No, I didn't. Oh no. It's okay. It's okay. Um yeah. Please like tell me said. my trap was awesome. <laughs> Hexilla says Transformers rise of the bullshit. <laughs> Listen. Uh so again, I mentioned it before. Let me mention it again. There will be some spoilers for Transformers Rise of the Beast. So if you care about that, you may want to go ahead and, uh, you know, tune out. Uh, Big Man 24-7 says, Mayor looking like he's about to hold a funeral. Damn. What did I, what did I look like? What? 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 What's that mean? Look, uh, Tiger Claw says, the Moses doesn't know about the bombshell ending. <laughs> Listen. Jay, I'm gonna leave you to read these chat. I'm sorry. I'm I'm all trampling on your lane. I apologize. Go ahead, Jay. When Tucker Claw says, "Should we address the elephant in the room?" How dare you get comment on our waking? I was like, "Well, I don't listen. I don't even know what the is elephant Ironhide is." It? Ironhide, no. Oh, in 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 these words, doesn't look like elephant. or sound like Wheeljack. Because I heard he has a Peruvian accent. Oh, uh, wait, is that what that's supposed to be? Is it Peruvian? Yes. Is it just because it's a Peruvian actor? I don't know. Like he's in Peru, <laughs> so. <laughs> But he's from Cybertrump. Wait, 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 wait. Before we do this, wait, Jay, Jay, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's let's talk. Let me look. Well, let's... I didn't get conversation. I didn't. I didn't get confirmation. Is Ironhide in it? No, oh, Moses. Why would I? No, Moses. No, I mean because he said elephant in the room in Beast Wars. Ironhide was an elephant. Is that true? I don't yeah. He, well, not in the cartoons, but in the toys, like the toy line. Ironhide. It was Ironhide. Oh, 
Air Razor, Air Razor was the eagle, and then I forgot who else was a lion, and they form a bigger. They connect all three of those connect into a bigger uh, robot, like a Constructicon. I for, I forget that you're like where you were really into Beast Wars, like that was like your Transformers as a kid. Like those, to- I bought those toys like crazy. I bought the bootleg toys, like some <laughs> of them, like yeah, like. I could spot like any '90s, like late '90s music video that was like an industrial metal video had mm-hmm. a fucking black, uh, a fucking uh, tarantulas in it as like a little drone in it. But they'll like take the legs off and put the legs on like something else. And I'm like, that's a tarantula's leg. I was like, like I was like Leonardo DiCaprio in that meme. Like, I could spot, I could spot the Transformers using the props. Yeah, there it is, the Ironhide. Well, I had years. That's the guns. Like what? the little well, it is, it's like the little like maces. Like he's got little maces that he holds when he fights. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So but that listen. That, that that set was tight. Like when you put them all together. I don't I still, know. Like I still have a fake dino bot, like a bootleg dino bot. Okay. Listen, Transformers, Rise of the Beast. It's the latest live action Transformers movie. Uh it 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 basically has the uh Transformers out in the early nineties. Uh oh I'm sorry, what's what's Taken Tugboat saying? Uh, Taken Tugboat says, I love how these alien beings have earth accents. Bro, you just landed. Why are you Italian? <laughs> Listen. That's that's a fair observation, and here's the thing. There's some things that you just don't ask questions about with Transformers. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Rumble had a Brooklyn accent. There's no good reason for that. Listen, everyone's favorite, right? No one asked this question. This fool from Cybertron, right? Why's his name Bumblebee? Under Bumblebee is on Cybertron? It means well, something not. Else in their language. No, 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 no. This it's like, Superman, like the S means hope. No, no, no. Listen, this fool's named Bumblebee before he even came to Earth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if there's Bumble- not an animal, that's a Bumble- bee. Bumblebee actually means like father, son in Cybertron. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna say these like. You can pull on these threads if you want to. You're not gonna be happy with the answers you get because the answers the answer is because the 80s. That's that's it. That's the only idea. Like there's a lot of things that didn't like all you have was the encyclopedias for reference. There was no internet. It don't make no sense. People weren't thinking analytically like that. Jay, what, what's going on in chat? Uh Tiger Claw says, yeah, lots of Autobots had accents. We never made any fuss about it, we just ran with it. Yeah, and that's that's like part of the suspension of disbelief you just have to do with Transformers to a certain degree. I'm not saying that across the board. I'm saying accents, names, like why why they feel Earth-like even though they're aliens. It's like you just have to be like, okay, because the 80s, that's it. What's, it. what's Big Man saying, Jay? Uh, Moses with this Transformer fanfic over here. <laughs> Wait till I ask more questions about this movie because I still there need it to, is. I still need to know how Rampage was, 
Waspinator. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Black so, Arachnia, like one of the greatest characters. <laughs> Black so, Arachnia. So this, Dinobot, this, like Dinobot literally hey, like turned from Predacon hey, to Maximo because he just didn't like the leadership. He challenged Optimus Primal and said, you know what? I'm going to kill you and take you. And then he loses and everybody still accepts him as a Maximo. And then he's like, they're begrudgingly. He's like, you should have killed me. But then, <laughs> but then he spawns the human race's ability to use tools and evolve and help the Autobots in the future, man. I can't believe. I can't wait till you tell me how that happens in the movie. Right. Okay, let's, let's get into it then. This is, this is a story about the Transformers. A, a, a group generally well look actually i won't say a group that's generally familiar because the the sad fact of the matter is with transformers movies we've gotten to the point where you have a rotating cast of robots outside of optimus prime of bumblebee <laughs> right right like autobots is like the only people you need on an autobot team at this point is optimus prime and bumblebee as far as as far as live action is concerned everybody else can die live maybe they come back maybe they don't <laughs> you know, so it's okay. So, uh, you have a group of Autobots on Earth in the early 90s. They're trying to be low pro. I'm not exactly sure why, because I didn't watch Bumblebee. And I don't, I think this this is a, to, supposed to be a sequel to Bumblebee, I think. Yeah, right? yeah. Right. So, I don't know why they're laying low, but they're laying low. Um, and, they they inadvertently come into contact with a human and the reason that happens is because they get this signal of this transwarp key and they're like if we can get this transwarp key we can take use that and get home they can get back to cybertron um so they have the one human who they decide to befriend. Well, basically, Mirage decides to to befriend him because he tries to to steal Mirage, and it doesn't work, obviously. Um, and it it turns out they're like, oh, this guy can help us get the transwarp key because he can go where we can't because we're giant alien robots and he's just a regular dude. And that is basically how you get. This guy um, intertwined with another young lady who's a some sort of archaeologist uh, or some sort of, I, I mean, I guess archaeologist. She works at the museum, which is where the transwarp key is. And that's how the two of them basically get involved with the Autobots um, trying to use this key to get home but at the same time keep it away from the they're, they're terracons right jay yes okay so they're not predacons they're terracons well exactly they're 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 terracons they're not predacons in this they're terracons and the terracons work for unicron and unicron needs that transwarp key so that he can travel between is it travel between universes is that what he's doing 
You know, let's them teleport. From where the part of space where he is to where they are. Right. Okay, there it is. So he's going to teleport to Earth and eat Earth because the Terracons are like, they, they're like heralds of Unicron, uh, led by Scourge. And so they're like uh, the. Okay. So they're like the Galvatron and all those from the first movie. <laughs> nah, <laughs> see, but that's the thing. I, I wouldn't say that. I'd say like it's almost more like like Galactus. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they almost have more of that vibe than they do. So you're like Fire like, Lord and, and yeah, Silver exactly. Because there's there's three of them, mm -hmm. and I you, look. The sad fact of the matter is. There's three of them. Scourge is one, which is the main guy. And then Nightbird is like the other one. And then there's a third one that I'm not sure if they ever say that person's name. Battle Trap. Do they say that in the movie? No idea. So <laughs> how do you know who it is? I looked it up on the Wikipedia page. Oh, got you. Okay, because I'm like, listen... I, look, you know I'm not gonna put in that kind of work for this movie. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but, but Jay, but Jay's he's, he's a segment producer. Like that's what he does. He there it is. To be able to contribute, uh, you know, for right. the glory of this review. Right. What's so big, big man, man says? Wait, wasn't Unicron inside the Earth in one movie? Uh, those yes, movies yeah. are no longer canon. Uh, Bumblebee with a soft reboot. Um, so right now the current continuity is Bumblebee and Rise of the Beast. Yeah. So and which I could totally understand why you would not know that because it doesn't feel like Bumblebee tried to set itself apart enough to be like, oh no, we're not that anymore. But because it looks like that <laughs> for the most part, but whatever. Anyway. What's uh, Big Man saying? He says, thanks for the explanation. I hate that I asked. Yeah, you're welcome, that, Big Man. That sums up all these Transformers movies. <laughs> like, I, I was happy not seeing these. Yeah, dude. So, so Battle, Battle Trap is the other person, which Battle Trap, I, he doesn't look like any Transformer I've ever seen in robot mode, in, in vehicle mode. It, it's basically like a hoist or whatever. So, you know, yeah. What's Tex saying? He says, uh, once Disney bought Marvel, every all that became uh, uncannon. He's blaming it on Disney. Nah, man. Look, <laughs> can't blame. Look, don't do that. Look, you can blame Disney for a lot. Not this. <laughs> Not this. Anyway. So, so yeah, so you basically have these Terracons acting as agents of Unicron, trying to get this transwarp key so they can bring Unicron into the same space where Earth is so Unicron can eat it. And you have the Wait, Autobots. Oh, okay. Uh, Tiger Claw says it's better this way because having Unicron as the Earth would have prevented the character to fully emerge and we would never see him fully transform. Because if you did, the Earth would have been doomed. I disagree. 
I would have loved to see him doom the earth and not have any more fucking humans in these movies. Um, <laughs> I think that would have been amazing. It's the same problem. Well, it's the same problem the Eternals had. Is it? They couldn't have the Celestial come out, right? Mm. But they did, though. I mean, but not come out, come out. Like, he's still on the down low in that part of the ocean. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like at the at the end, you at least see like a celestial. Yeah, yeah but it's just like yeah, just a hand and maybe a face. No, I'm talking about like, don't you remember like the last scene where you literally see like the celestial like next to Earth? No, they stopped him, right? That's what the movie was. They stopped him from emerging. All right, right everyone, but- we watch Eternals. Yeah, but we didn't watch it. Yeah, isn't the after credits like? I, you know, honestly, like I'm gonna be real with you. I watched that shit on bootleg. I didn't see no after credits. Oh, maybe not after credits. Maybe it's like maybe it's the scene before the the end. No, because the after I'm sorry, the after credits in in Eternals is like Eros and and Pit, right? Mm. I'm just saying. The last thing we see before the movie ends is basically like one of the Eternals coming like I'm coming to like judge you all or something or or saying like you all are cool this time but no don't let it happen again yeah. or something right like but you see like confirms that it, it he's the showed at the end but it's yeah. not the one that was in earth like not the No street. no it's not that one no I agree yeah. They stopped but, the one that was in Earth, yeah. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, in, in if you want to compare it to to the Transformers movies, like Unicron is that celestial that they stopped. In in the old one, not in this one. Yeah, in the old one. Yeah, the the continuity. Right, of, right. Yeah, yeah, and see, and this is the thing where for me, and you know, I'll, I'll get to this. I'll get I'll get to that. But but keep keep put a put a pin in that thought because I have thoughts on Unicron. Sons of bitches. Anyway, right. Thank you. Um, so, so keep in mind that up until this point, I haven't even mentioned any like maximals, right? <laughs> like you know, like this is Rise of the Beast. I haven't mentioned no beasts yet. So, it's at this point where you have like the Terracons. I keep wanting to call them Predacons. But you but shouldn't. They're not. But they're not. And, they, and that's for the best. Predacons, right? Like they're no, not. no, absolutely. It's it's yeah. for the best. Here's the thing though. None of them are Terracons either, though. Terracons are a thing too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, for those of us that actually know and like what Terracons are, I'm like, listen. If they if they wanted to have Terracons, like Terracons might even fit better. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like Scourge. Is not like, and, and and this is like one of my things about the movie, right? Where, for, I'm sorry, but you know <laughs> I love Transformers. I'm sorry. Listen, so from the perspective of like a person that's like, okay, Scourge. Is never somebody's big bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where you're like, oh, 
we're all gonna be be shaking on our boots because of Scourge. Like that's not gonna happen from a Transformers perspective, you know. But um, you could take liberties with the character, and maybe you can make it a big bad that's worthy of you know whatever. Like I'm not a big fan of these Transformers movies, but at least when that when you had like. Megatron on the screen in the first live action Transformers, it's like, okay, he feels like he's the big bad guy. You know what I'm saying? In the second one, I think, I don't remember, is it Galvatron in the second one? I don't, I don't remember, remember the details. I just remember Robot Heaven and Gonad. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where, where Jay is like, oh my god. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, but anyway, um, Scourge from a a friggin' Transformers perspective, and this is like across the board, like Scourge is like low-level henchman dude. But even if you're going to mess around and be like, okay, we're going to use Scourge, you could try to like, you know, glow up Scourge. So he's like, oh man, this fool, like this version of Scourge is dangerous. I don't. I never got that from this character in this entire movie. Like this dude felt like a minion the whole time. Like honestly, the dude whose name I didn't know felt more like more of a threat. And <laughs> Hexilla says, "What movie is Robot Heaven in?" That's definitely that was Transformers that's, Two. Yeah, that's darker than Wiki right? dies and goes to Robot Heaven, and then they send him back. That's Which darker was, the moon, right? Yeah, and that's supposed to be the Allspark. Robot heaven. What is uh, listen? Right, sure. <laughs> it, it, look, Rob Beast Wars in it. Like, <laughs> we want to get into that. That's Robot Heaven is the all sport. No, oh, Jesus, man. But anyway, but if you're gonna call them Terracons and you're gonna have like uh like Maximals in it anyway, and and you know, they kind of established the whole thing where it's like Oh, we have. We've been fighting against these Terracons for millennia, trying to stop them from bringing Unicron and all kind of stuff, right? It's like the Terracons that are actually Terracons in G1 are like monster Decepticons. Like the leader of the Terracons is a dude that's a Hungar that's like literally transforms into. Like a two-headed dragon. Like that joint would have been awesome to see. <laughs> and that would have felt like somebody that would have been like, oh, okay, like this fool is well, he dangerous. Wasn't involved, you're right. No. This is what I'm saying. Like, this is like this is what like the person they put in the movie was like damn near forgettable. <laughs> you know? And I was just like, wow, like this is so weird. Like there's a lot of strange choices. But and and I'm sorry, I, I should I should digress. Like I, I I was telling you the story about like what's happening in the movie. Technically, you do see like in a preamble, you do see you start off with seeing some of the um the maximals. Because you do see them like escape from the planet or whatever. What planet? But, Cybertron? Listen, no one knows, Mo. Nondescript planet. I don't. Here's the thing. I, like, 
being a person that actually watched Beast Wars and understands like what happened in that show, I'm not certain what parts of the lore they they are or aren't pulling from in this movie. Because, and not only do I not understand, I'm not sure if they like definitively made a choice. I feel like they might have intentionally kept it vague just so that, you know, like, they're like, oh, well, if we say it like this, we don't have to commit to one way or the other. Like, they, it's like a, the kind of thing where, based on what I saw in the movie, it's like they didn't have faith in their movie. Uh, I mean, I don't even know if they didn't have faith. I just don't know if it was like, they're like, nobody's going to ask those questions except for the hardcore, the hardest of core fans. And I think they just decided that those fans don't matter. And and guess what? I think they're right. Tradition. That's in tradition with all Transformers movies. Exactly. And that's yeah. that's exactly the point I'm making, where it's like it turns out that the cast that are actually are like because because so many other people that either aren't horrorcore fans or are horrorcore fans but are just happy to see Transformers on screen are just like why are we why are we nitpicking or why are we going this deep? And it's like well, it's not deep. It's like literally like, look, freaking uh, uh, Maximals, like these joints, the, like, or Beast Wars, like these robots came from the future mm-hmm. to the past, <laughs> you know? And it's like in this movie, I don't know if that's what happened or not. Like they kind of intimate that maybe, but then they kind of intimate not, like, you know, so... Maybe that is what happened. Maybe he did. Like, literally, Optimus Primal said some kind of BS where he was like, you know, well, wait, what was the lie, Jay? Do you remember the lie? He says something like, Till all are one. That does get said, but no, that's not what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he says something like, We are like, war- like warriors from. Your is it warriors from your future fighting in your past or fighting or I don't I don't remember. He said something about future and past in a line, and I'm just like, that's vague as hell. <laughs> like that's not, the, that's not the answer to Optimus Prime's question at all. <laughs> well, just like, wow. I know I know you're trying you're still trying to do like uh, the, the plot of the movie. No, but don't worry about it. We're we're past that now. Honestly, we don't need to do that. Like the people that watched it, that are wa- tuning in, want to see what we think about it, and they're asking the same questions I want to see. Like, how awesome was Rampage in it? <laughs> there, there is no Rampage. Okay, was there a protoform? There are no protoforms. <sighs> okay. Um. Fuck. And there's no Predacons, so that means there's no, no Predacons. No wasp. No, no, right. No no rat trap. No rat trap. No rat trap. I will say that was the one that was one of the things that bummed me out because he was like one of my favorites. Rat trap is the shit. Like I agree. The one, he's the one that saves the day half the time, but they order him to save the day because he's like, you know, we're all gonna okay. fucking die. Because <laughs> yeah, right. like, right. he, he was He's a demolitions man, and they they yeah. sent him on this mission across mm-hmm. space and time. And he's like, mm-hmm. I didn't sign up for this. I'm literally just blowing holes so you can dig for uh, scientific materials. <laughs> I'm not rat, here. As rat a trap. 
You know, Rat Trap's like Steve Buscemi's character in Armageddon. Yeah, <laughs> wait, wait, really? like, Rat like... Trap. Rat Trap is the 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 scout that would deserve the glow up that Bumblebee got. Yeah, like, <laughs> here's the thing: is he didn't need a glow up in like he look. Doesn't. He did it through a story and character development. Right, <laughs> right. Know, like, he fucking look at Dinobot dead night and says, "I don't fucking trust you. I'm gonna fucking right. kill you." Yeah, you know, in the Bronx accent, right? Because <laughs> right. you know? he's like, exactly. I, he goes, "Well, you know, I'm a lizard. I like to eat rats." Yeah, right. and and he's like, "I don't give a fuck." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, if yeah. you have to be, go watch Beast Wars. You're gonna have a better time than this movie. I mean, maybe not a better time than this movie because you know maybe you got a hand job by the dude you're seeing or whatever. But, like, <laughs> Because yeah. I, I, I definitely don't see a dude taking a chick to go see this movie. So happy Pride Month! Happy Pride Month! I mean, you two dudes see it, right? Yeah. <laughs> any, uh, any you two uh, drive stick shift during the, the, the movie? Listen, I promise you. A little popcorn. Not, hey, did you do a like, popcorn? Like, trick? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look, I promise you. Like this movie. It's disappointing enough that I'm not certain that that would make it better a, a better experience for me. Uh, they I didn't did have in any way, shape, or form. It, so the the movie the movie is very strange in the fact that there's a lot of random deep cut stuff that happens in it, like literally to the point where like there was a deep cut that like one right in the beginning where I was like. I don't know what the, I didn't know anything about it. There's a um right there bam. Thank you, Jay. Tiger Claw says in the movie there's a maximal named Ape Link. I don't know anything about Ape Link. And apparently Ape Link is an Optimus Primal uh recolor slash custom mm-hmm. that was exclusive to like a particular botcon. That, you know, where it had like, you know, bot, every BotCon, which is the Transformers convention. Yeah. So, you know, like auto, you know, yeah, BotCon. That, um, you mean to tell me that's where they decided to follow the fandom? <laughs> this is this is what I'm saying. So this random, look, here's, a, here, here's how much I don't even know about this character. Until just now, when, <laughs> when Tiger Claw made his comment, I thought Ape Link was spelled like Link from like Legend of Zelda, and I was like, "Oh, is it for you? I didn't know that." Joint. Like I'm saying, I don't know anything about Ape Link because I didn't go to the BotCon and get the exclusive character because I don't want a friggin' like Optimus Primal uh, uh, redeco. I don't need that yeah. in my life. And these BotCon exclusives usually come with like a comic. That is exclusive to you know that's exclusive to the character, and which is awesome. And there's a, there's been some really amazing like some of the characters that have entered into like mainstream kind of transformer stuff, like some of the seekers, where you see like those seekers that are like additional colors. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like Acid Rain. I feel like which is the lime green seeker jet. You oh, know, I thought it looks like Starscream. No, no, 
but like Acid Rain is like you know like looks like Starscream, but like in green. I feel like that was one of those characters that might have been like a BotCon exclusive, and they had made a comic about it and all that kind of stuff. Some of them like you know enter the mainstream, um, but Ape Link I don't think is one of them. <laughs> and and Until now, right? Exactly. And so when this fool came on screen. I'll give them this kind of credit. I'll give them this much credit. When this character came on screen, I'm looking at it and I'm like, that's not Optimus Primal. And I knew that immediately, even though Ape Link is an ape. But Optimus Primal came later and I was just like, okay, so we got two gorillas. And I'm just like, huh. Like, I don't know where this is going. And, you know, the events of the movie transpire and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But... I'm just like I like until after the movie, I'm talking to Raymond, and Raymond's oh, like, "Oh yeah, Ape, Ape Link, that's a deep cut." And I'm just like, "I don't know anything about that." Like that's how deep the cut is. Me as a friggin' fairly hardcore Transformers fan, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I don't know what that is. It's like I'm, and, and you know, keeping in mind that you know, you, Transformers is a big enough fandom. That there's there's different sections you can't you don't not everybody is, is first in everything. Count. If you want to impress me, I have Quick Strike in it. <laughs> quick Quick Strike would be interesting. Wow, that would be interesting. But here's the thing: so random ape link, and then again the other one of the other Terracons is uh, Nightbird. This is another kind of deep cut. Like there's literally like one episode of G1 that has this character in it, and I'm just like. Who decided we need Nightbird? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Nightbird is a random, like, robot ninja. <laughs> you know? N robot ninja assassin. And I'm just like, why did they just, like, I don't even understand. And, you know, I know that we were speculating about it. And part of us were, you know, some, we were kind of thinking, like, part of it might be about rights to certain names. But Nightbird, like you don't need that name. That's not an important name. So I'm just kind of like, I don't know, man. It's a weird and wild thing. Like I don't understand how they make the decisions they make. What's the depth charge doing it? You see, there's no depth charge. Eventually, the the Maximals and the Autobots. There, there's Nightbird. That's what the original Nightbird looks like, and. The, the character in the movie, like, I feel like, honestly, most people, well, first of all, most people don't know what that character is. <laughs> I do believe that if you do know what that character is, half of those people that know who that character is will look at that and be able to see the character that was in the movie. But only half of them, because the only thing that really looks like Nightbird is the face. And if you don't, if you're not familiar with the face and like the kind of like what that that looks like, then there's no way that you look at that and be like, okay, it's Nightbird, you know. Look, Mo, I know you're a big Air Razor fan, mm -hmm. and Air Razor, Air Razor, I would say, I think Air Razor probably is one of the more more significant. Well, no, she's definitely. There's only two. There's only a couple of significant Maximals in this joint, and she's one of them. Who's the other? I would say Optimus Primal. Okay. 
she is uh Eraser is a, a great character and yes what they do with her in in Beast Wars is really cool yes um, but none of that really happened here right like no not yeah. only does it not happen here but you're going to be thoroughly disappointed with the rendition of Air Razor, I'm certain. Okay, who does her voice? <laughs> oh, it's a, yeah. Okay, that that, that no, <laughs> she Michelle Yeoh's performance is fantastic. Yeah, it's not it's not about like Michelle and and Michelle Yeoh could have brought so much more to this character. <laughs> well, it's the writing, like honestly, like yeah, it is one hundred percent, like some part of a um. Especially like if they actually made the the, the oh where 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 heroes from your future fighting in our past or whatever the line was yeah I don't even know what the like, line right exactly it's just that thing like but I mean Eraser I think had like two episodes like her origin had it was like a mini movie because mm-hmm. they were all fighting for that protoform as right. she kind of choose who she was like she it's it's uh more philosophical which is part of the beauty of beast wars because it becomes a, a little bit more philosophical about what it means it to does. be a, a, a maximal or a predicon whereas right uh, autobots and decepticons was just linear right. here it's 100%. like you can choose who you be but mm-hmm. you know you could still be a maximal and be bad you know right like so it's a little more fluid in, in ideology and and that it gets more philosophical as it goes, and, it and that, I think that I, uh, my brother, who who loved Transformers, like uh, he's he's G one, all that was his his thing, and he really like when he saw like Beast Wars, and it made him it it, it created a a loving of that stuff for him because it, it expanded the universe for him in a way that he could mm-hmm. be. He he can attach a lot of that philosophy to the stuff he saw back then. He he would make the connections, and he's like, right. So, um, but yeah, ultimately, like the movie doesn't seem like to me. Like, if I could tell you what the merit of the series is, would be that. Aside from whatever action it had, or or story mm-hmm. plot, or connections to the uh, the the older stuff, it's really just that. Just the ideological, philosophical. Uh, uh, entanglement, <laughs> right. you know, like even just and, Waspinator, like Waspinator right. on his own, like he being treacherous, uh, you know, but he wasn't even treacherous, like he just wanted to do the right thing. And, and it really, like, Waspinator was a character that nobody, everybody just counted him out, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he survived the entire apocalypse and everything because mm-hmm. nobody counted on him and he but he counted on himself you know right you know and, 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 and i do believe okay like where he's like yeah he, he's loyal to the septican cause but he's really like let, let me do my thing too like he's like the dr mangala of the nazis like yeah yeah we're, we're gonna take you're gonna take over the world but yeah yeah but i i, I need you to take over the world so i can do this you know, oh, you talking about tarantulas, you said, yeah, tarantulas, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, uh, yeah, and then you know, you have death charge and 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 uh, rampage, like, and they're all like death charge, like, he said, I, I, I'm a maximal, but I, I'm not gonna be a maximal with you guys, <laughs> you know, you guys are on <laughs> right. that bullshit, you know, right. so he's just, I'm staying in the ocean, you know, <laughs> yeah, gi- giant like, manta. 
Man, right. I had depth charge. It's a good, it's a good toy. Yeah, oh, amazing toy. And mm -hmm. um, but in the cartoon, he's like, really, like, hey, hey, if if you you need my, I got your back when you're down here. If you're mm -hmm. on land, he's like Aquaman yeah. in a sense, like a good way of doing Aquaman. But he's it's like, more, I, he's more like Namor. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, because he's like, hey, yeah, I got your back here. Whatever you're right. doing up to some bullshit, but you're right. <laughs> and, right. And I need to protect down here, like, because right. it was more of also nurturing. It, that's what I loved about Beast Wars too, because it, it is more like Star Trek in a sense. Because yeah. you want to, they're, they're having this war without trying to affect the development of this planet, and right. and, and they're going to affect it one way or another for sure. But they're also not trying to fuck with the Autobot and Cybertron and Decepticon timeline, but they're also trying to preserve this planet and protect it from the mm -hmm. collateral damage. And, and you see it in, in these different dynamics. And yeah. I have a feeling this movie didn't do that at all. No, it didn't. And mm -hmm. another thing that I do think you have to give the original Beast Wars series, I think, props for or credit for is i think they did pioneer the idea like you said of there being shades of gray between you know the good guys and the bad guys yeah yeah because yeah, I, I, I don't yeah. think i don't think transformers had done that before beast wars like black arachne you know, is another really good character because she's evil mm -hmm. <laughs> by yeah. nature you know not yeah. nurture the whole concept of nature but in nurture is a big part of beast mm -hmm. wars but She's evil, but aligns mm -hmm. herself with the good because mm -hmm. she's like it's about survival at right. this point because they are stranded, you know. Right. And, um, and then she falls in love with Silverbolt, which is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Silverbolt's awesome. I love that. Was another good toy. I love that. Yeah. Toy. Damn, Silverbolt. <laughs> Look, and this fool, like, like his his transformation got all messed up. This fool is like a mythical creature. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chimera. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, oh, yeah, man, because they 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 scan yeah. two different pieces, uh, yeah. genetic material. So, uh, um, Quick Strike was another, like, he's a scorpion cobra, right? And uh, right, yeah. Jay, look, you're a Transformers fan, Jay. What, what why don't you tell us what your thoughts are on this movie, man? Because, look, I feel like I've definitely been going on too much. Um, honestly, it is. One of the better live action movies. <laughs> um, it definitely cleared that low bar. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, as someone that's seen all of these movies. Oh, have you seen all of them, Joe? Mm hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. For like, that. Bumblebee and Rise of the Beast are really refreshing for how coherent the story is. I'm gonna give you a hug next time I see you in person. Bro. <laughs> I'm like Jesus. I'm just happy that you're still like a normal person. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it, it's not good. Um, <laughs> and there are a couple of things that really. There are a few things that bug me. Like there's this huge fight at the end. That didn't feel deserved or warranted. Um, very unnecessary. Um, probably studio mandated because uh, there was no reason for it. And 
there's this one part where it, it's just fucking stupid. Um, Optimus Prime is getting sucked into a black hole, and Noah, the human, grabs Prime to stop him from getting sucked in. And, you know, it's it's just so dumb. Well, he's wearing he's wearing an exosuit, though, Joe. He's a human, but he's wearing an exosuit. But also, like you're talking about movies where didn't what you call it? Didn't like Mark Wahlberg stop a, a sword with his hand? <laughs> right, right. And I, I that only mentioned ex- like you can stop a sword with your hand. What, Jay? What are you ta- you talking nonsense, Jay? Dude, I've seen people do it, Jay. It was a giant robot sword being swung, and Mark Wahlberg stopped it with his... He wasn't wearing an exosuit. He was just... ah, He he was just like, Mark Wahlberg! (laughs) Come on, man. Listen. Listen. This this is why I even mentioned exosuit, because not because it makes sense in either situation. Only because it's not the Mark Wahlberg... Like, I stopped the broadsword from the giant ro- alien robot with my own biceps. Like, that's all. I'm just, that's the whole reason I make that distinction. So it's like, no, it wasn't that. They're both garbage and terrible, but it wasn't that garbage and terrible. It's a new, a new and improved type of garbage and terrible. And speaking of exosuits, him being in one and not transforming seemed like, I mean, if Daniel could do it, well, that's the whole thing in uh, in uh, Earth Spark right now. Like they, they tra- the humans transform too. Are you watching Earth Spark? No. <laughs> Listen, I I actually was like I saw a, a a still image from what I'm assuming was Earth Spark, and I was like, damn, do I need to be watching that show? I might need to be watching that show. You should. You should. If you watch that shit movie, you should. If yeah, you're like exactly. here, or, or here taking tug taking tugboat who says I too have watched every Transformers movie. So Jesus. my J. So if I'm you're like sorry, that, friends. you're not watching Earth Spark, like at least yeah. Earth, Earth Spark still has a, a good yeah. story. No, and, I'm sure it's a, a palate cleanser in comparison. What's yeah. it on? Like oh, where Paramount can I watch Plus. it? Paramount Plus. And it's not for sale separately. I have to subscribe. No, you have to use my password. I gave you my password. Okay. Mm. But yeah, man. Uh, so, but Jay's right. Like, it was a ridiculous scene. And but here, here's here's the thing. Now they fix little... it. They do fix it and have Optimus Primal come grab Optimus. No, they don't fix it. Do, does Optimus Primal have the two like simtars like in his feet? I wasn't looking at his feet. <laughs> no, knows the right answer to that question. No, listen here. Here's here's what I'm gonna say to you, Moses, and this is a bit of a spoiler, uh-huh. but I'm saying this to you so you don't go and watch this movie in a theater, uh-huh. so that you can just like wait for it to come onto streaming and you can watch it there. There was a point in this movie where I was just like, do the people that made this movie know that Maximals turn into robots? Like, do they, do they know that? Like, there was a point where I was just like, do they know? 
they don't transform? Hey, hey, what I'm telling you is I got far enough into the movie that I was just like, I don't know if they know this or not. And now, so I know in the cartoon they had a reason they were mostly in the animal form. Right. Yeah. And that and is true. Right. Yeah. But they still made it a point to make sure that they turn into robots every so often, even in that show, when it when their lives it was, were at stake. It was literally it was just it, it was just like Sailor Moon. Like they would do the whole like transformation, you know. <laughs> How's it going, most also over time? <laughs> <laughs> There it is. And I loved it. I loved it. I, 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 it's fuck. I loved it in Power Rangers. I loved it in Sailor Moon. I loved it yeah. in fucking yeah. like in Beast Wars. You could actually watch those transformations. And if you had a VHS, like I record every episode, so I, I, I would play it slow so I can learn how to transform my toy because you know, mm-hmm. and it, you know, especially once it got to like Optimal Optimus or Transmetals because. Mm-hmm. Those shits were intricate, man. If you, yeah, if you, they were more around, you break those motherfuckers. It's true. So yeah, man. So I'm just like, I, what what you're looking for from this movie, Moses, you're not gonna get. So don't. Okay. Yeah, don't. I don't want you to like go and make a like. I, I don't know. I actually, I'll say this. You might. There's a part of you that might want to see it on a movie screen, and that's okay. If that's what you, but but just know that's not going to give you. Enough, I have a big enough I, TV screen, and I don't have to hey, deal with people, right? And or, or you just may not want to wait, even though I'm sure there's going to be a short amount of time. Like I don't feel like this is joint. You're not going to have to wait long. Honestly, the my thing with it was like, fuck, I love the beasts, and and yeah. like that now they're raping my childhood, so I should at least be there. But you know, I couldn't yeah, be there. I was trying to see yeah, it on man. Sunday. Dodge it, man. Listen, I listen. Something that I couldn't see it. So. I I am very happy that I went to go see it with two of my closest friends, with Jay and with with friggin' Raymond, and like I felt like okay, like they understand why I'm feeling what I feel. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> like, now, like what's a better experience for like a Sunday afternoon? I know you guys went on a Sunday afternoon, but like watching this movie. Or like sitting next to a corpse. Do I like the corpse? Yeah, who whose corpse is it? Is the uh, <laughs> like, it, it, was, it was my dad's corpse. Oh. I don't know your dad, so probably the movie. Okay, me neither. So yeah, probably the movie. <laughs> now, one of the things I was disappointed in was how they showed Unicron eating a planet, they did not do it well. It was so unintricate. It was pretty disappointing. And I I went to IMAX specifically to see Unicron eat shit. And the portrayal was pretty disappointing. Um, so, one of the okay. upsides though, of this movie is that the humans weren't as annoying as they normally are. Like, normally they are just the worst part of the movie 
100%. And this time, there's like everything's just equally bad. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> it's the right way to put it, though. It's like no, nothing is especially bad. It's just all bad in one way. One one note. <laughs> right. I heard that GI. They also missed a huge opportunity, or not a huge opportunity, but. There is a scene from the 85 movie where uh, Unicron is torturing Galvatron over something. Mm -hmm. And they had a similar scene, mm -hmm. but the best part of that torture scene was Scourge telling Galvatron, like, remember, we belong to him. And yeah, they didn't yeah. do that. And I was disappointed. Like, yeah. You have a blink, but you can't have someone say we belong to him. Hey, hey, I'm with you on that, Jay. Uh, eight, eighty-six is when the the Transformers the movie came out. Um, I'm bad with but, dates. No, I look close enough. I'm just telling. I was Plus, putting it out there for. Like, he he uh he correlates 1986 with Slayer's release of South of Heaven. Look, it all happened. Look, it was an amazing year. <laughs> <laughs> it was an amazing year. All, all of that, all that. Uh, but Jay is absolutely right. Like that, that would have been pretty amazing. And you know, and it's wild though because it's like, well, actually, no. I like <laughs> the only part of Transformers the movie, like the 1986, the Transformers the movie that was referenced in this movie is there was a small like hint of the Unicron theme in the music. And it's very faint. And it's like literally like you, it's like the kind of thing where you need to be somebody that owns and has listened to the Transformers, the movie soundtrack often. <laughs> it's not the kind of thing let's say again since 1986 <laughs> yeah no absolutely like it's literally that where it's like it's not the kind of thing where you're just like oh yeah I remember that from the movie because I saw it before no it's like literally the kind of thing where it's like this music is like a part of you <laughs> so when you are listening to this new score in this movie you can hear the the hints of it in in the song, you know, and and that and it's cool, like you know, like I'm not mad at it or anything. I'm just like, okay, I I give I I heard it, and it's like it was in fact there, but that's like I think the only thing from but Transformers the movie. It wasn't know. just the Unicron theme, was it? No, no, no. It's not. No, it's that's what I'm saying. It's like it's not. Like no, it, I mean yeah. that wasn't the only thing they did it with. Like I feel like there was a couple of themes in the movie. Like I remember hearing like like from Transformers the movie. Well, I remember hearing the theme song from the cartoon in one of the oh, scenes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I believe that so that you, probably you got the touch? that's not that's no, 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 no. The touch, and I'm sure that yeah, I'm sure that there was like some form of the Transformers theme in in 
the movie, but you know, the Transformers theme is ubiquitous. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. like, Speaking like, of, if I could tangent mm -hmm. for just, just a small tangent. You may not. Um, someone was talking online saying that uh, the touch gets like a lot of hype or talk about it, but Dare is the best song on the soundtrack. Ooh. And I'm like, Ooh. no, it absolutely <laughs> is not. Like, right. it's good. I can see oh, yeah. why you oh, would like great. it, but yeah. it's absolutely not the best song on the soundtrack. You no. got Hunger. You have yeah, yeah. Like, literally almost every other song yeah. is better than Dare. Well, like, no, listen, I'm not going to go that far, but I agree <laughs> with you. Like, there are better songs than than dare you're I, like look dare, dare to be stupid <laughs> dare to be stupid which is i mean weird al yankovich which is probably the only person that was on the transformers the movie soundtrack that actually has a career since the, the movie <laughs> you yeah, know it's like, dude, like the, the main dude was in the band the dude that wrote the touch like he's like in, sam bush in, yeah like he was in like white snake or something like no yeah, yeah, he had a career. I, I'm not saying he didn't have a career. I'm saying, yeah. so you, uh, let me put it like this. All right, look, look, not as successful as Weird Al, all right? Uh, that's all I'm saying. It's like, yeah. you know, like, I'm not, I just how it compared, like, Stan Bush peaked at maybe the touch. Nah, man, slip of the tongue. Well, what is Stan Bush, slip of the tongue? I mean, if he wasn't Whitesnake, I don't know if he was or wasn't, but I remember <laughs> him being part, I remember him being part of one of those bands that did, like, the you know, I mean, all those bands, all those hair bands were like not one hit wonder, but they had two good albums yeah. that peaked, you yeah. know. So, uh, ultimately, like, yeah, you're right, ultimately, you're right, but it, you know, he could have been in the Scorpions, you don't know. I don't, I, I don't know, like, I, I listen, I'm not sure, like, what bands, those they, bands like, that still like tour still, you know, uh, and, and make living, but. But I don't think okay, he's, you know, he might not have been in one of those. Tiger Claw <laughs> says, hey, to break it to you guys, the way Transformers movies are going, expect more humans. No, the animated joint, there probably won't be any humans in that. Like, it takes yeah, yeah, place I mean, really on Cybertron. Is he talking, about, is he talking about a, uh, a, a end credit scene or something? I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, Taken Tugboat says, hell yeah, give me the 86 version. Robots killing till you got the touch. I cut yeah. somebody. I cut Trying somebody. To out so many. Like, man. It's so good. <laughs> I, uh, I cut somebody's hair today that told me that he doesn't like. I, I don't know how true it is or whatever. I'm like, he's like, I don't want to spoil it to you. I spoil it because it's, it's been ruined already. I know it's ruined. So yeah, he he said um he said that the GI Joes are in it, and that right yeah is that the, a true the, the final scene yeah. is uh, one of the Joes okay and uh, yeah like and they're basically hinting at a GI Joe Transformers movie and or just bringing. A Hasbro cinematic universe. Okay. Or like something. We don't know yeah. for sure. 
So this dude is like, I don't like that they're doing that. That just doesn't feel right. And I'm like, did you tell him read fucking comics? Yes, I did. I, I read some fucking <laughs> comics, and I so I go see. I actually have it on my phone. I'm like, you know, I keep I keep meaning to print this shirt, and he's like, what? I got my desire right here. And he goes, read. I go, was Spider Man in it? I said, and he's like, what? He's like, yeah, because in the comics, it's Transformers, mm-hmm. GI Joe, and Spider Man. <laughs> read some fucking comics. It should have been that shit ten years ago. They should have. They should have started trying to do a GI Joe crossover thing the moment they decided to make these movies. What? Well, they should have done is try to make them good. But you know, if you're not going to do that, at least give me the Hasbro universe with Spider Man. Well, at least the second GI Joe didn't suck. I, honestly, I enjoyed both of them, but I, I the first one wasn't good, but I still enjoyed it, and I felt like the second one kind of tried to make it better without having to like restart it and to me like mm-hmm. that's really it is like build up okay this is where you failed be better be best mm-hmm. you know and then um, be best. the second one did have like some really huge flaws but yeah but in the third one the third one could fix all those two you know and then yeah. we just keep getting good you like, overall, like overall i do like the second one but it's basically the lack of yo joe and the lack and Killing off characters just because you don't want to use them, it's like it's G.I. Joe. Like yeah. you don't have to focus on the same characters each and every time. Like it doesn't make sense to kill them off. Yeah. I I don't know, man. Like I, I, I have mixed feelings in regards to the whole potential for a G.I. Joe crossover. Cause like, you know, I, I do read comics. You're, you're afraid the movies aren't gonna be good. No, I'm not afraid. Like, I, I, I can almost guarantee the movies aren't going to be good. But, they're but not good. it's like they, they, yeah. what, they're going to yeah. ruin the franchise. Nah, no, absolutely. Wrong. There's yeah. that's the whole thing. Where I'm just like, I like, I don't know. Like, it, it, it's almost like one of those things where it, it's a spectacle, right? Like, like, and ultimately, like, it, it's messing around and watching. Like somebody get hit by a car, you know. Like That's I don't know if I want to mess around and actually see that joint. Like you know, especially like if I can prevent it. Like if I can be like, hey, look out! <laughs> you, you know, you like never, I feel like I should be like, look out! But there people that are like out after school and watch the faces of death. Dude, I've only seen faces of death one time, and it was in college. And I was like, I shouldn't. I'm like, dude, why? Why do people watch this? I don't even understand it. I was like halfway through, and I was like, I'm done. I'm like, I can't do this. I'm not built for this at all. Yeah, I didn't do that either. <laughs> like, I I, look, huh? I heard it was fake. Yeah, a lot of it that, was. But that but, could be so. Either way, I'm just like, why would people watch this? Like, you know, I like, and understand. I'm not. I get it. I'm. A lot of people wanted to watch it. I know I'm in the minority on this, but I was just like, nah, it's not, I'm not made for that. So I just like, I stopped. I'm good. But anyway, uh, dude, yeah, this movie. Here, here's the the main thing for me. Oh, go ahead. What's Tiger talking about? Just imagine uh, Optimus Prime bonding with Duke. 
No, thank you. Um, uh, says I was out after the first scene in Faces of Death. Yeah, I can believe that. We'll see. So listen, here's another thing. Again, and this kind of goes in line with what I was telling you earlier about if the people understand about Maxwell's that they turn into robots. I went to a movie and it has not not a perfect, but a, a, a presentable Unicron in it. If I have Unicron there on my screen, at some point, I want to see Unicron transform from a planet into a giant robot. I don't get no Unicron giant robot in this movie. And I'm just like, well, why are we even, why do we even have Unicron? Like, why didn't we just have a Death Star? You know, <laughs> like, I'm just, like, I don't understand. Grow up planets, they don't eat them. No, it doesn't matter. Like, it could just, like, it doesn't, it oh. doesn't matter. How many planets do Unicron eat in this movie? One. One. Okay. It, it doesn't matter. It and that's like, the whole point. It was one of the weird things I thought was when Unicron is headed to Earth, and I know why they did it, but it's still weird. But they did like the whole black cloud surrounding the Earth. Yeah. It, it reminded me a lot of like Galactus. Mm-hmm. Like, and I like, why did they do like? It's a, I know why they did it, but it's a, it was a bad choice. What, why did why did they do it, Jay? I don't know why. Tell me. Uh, to basically stop the population from seeing Unicron. I mean, but it was daytime, right? Yeah. Like, they still would have seen him. Mm. But they don't want the populate the mass, the public to know about the giant robots. Oh, uh, listen, lame. That's lame. I don't know, man. I'm just like, I don't. So, I don't even understand how they could keep the giant robots out of the public eye. Like, I'm just saying, it's like if I was famous, I'm. How certain. awesome was Rhinox in it? You listen, dude. Listen. Rhinox did nothing. Listen, really? Like Peter did uh, more than he did, and he did nothing either. It's true. And I like Peter almost. Mo, I'm telling you, like, like not really, but I just like his banter with Rat Trap. Like in the context of him and Rat Trap, I like him, but on his own, he's kind of lame. At least to me, that's a you're, personal. You're, thing. you're not gonna get anything you want from this movie, Mo. So that's why I'm telling you, like. Just wait till it comes to streaming. And unless you want Peruvian Will Jack, dude, wait. And here's here's like here's the thing, where I will be. I like I've only seen two Transformers movies outside of this one in their entirety. Okay, I saw the first two, and then I've seen this one in its entirety. What I can say to you is this: is that. Jay is absolutely correct in the sense that this movie 
is far more coherent from a story perspective than the two I've seen. And what I've heard is they progressively get worse, which is <laughs> which is mind blowing to me because the first one was terrible and the second one was really really bad too. So I don't even understand how it gets worse than that. But whatever. What I can tell you though is this: even in this movie, which I can recognize has a better narrative structure, when we talk about Wheeljack and you know, like the like like Joe mentioned already, the Transformers go to Peru. We've established like a handful of robots. Well, actually, it's only what's well, only the three, right? It's uh, oh, no, well, no, that's not Mirage, Bumblebee, and fucking RC, man. <laughs> oh, look, RC is one of the better robots. Like, RC at least looks I like can't RC. can't take that Ducati on her thigh. It's but, like, but but she looks like RC though. Is I she mean, not like, white? Is she is no. she T great grandmother? She doesn't have the backpack. <laughs> Cheetah's great grandmother. Look, no one knows most. No one knows. But, like outside of Optimus Prime, I feel like RC is the only robot that you would be able to look at and be like, that's our that's who it is supposed to be. Like even Bumblebee doesn't look like Bumblebee. Like you know who he is because it's yellow, but if if Bumblebee was if you saw that design but in grayscale, you would be like, oh, that's Bumblebee. He'd just be like some robot. Bumblebee don't like Bumblebee. Mirage don't look like Mirage. The only people that look like what they're supposed to look like is RC and and I. But I'll give you that, Jay. Like you're right. There is no backpack, and it's not like RC turns into the car she's supposed to turn into. She turns into a motorcycle instead, or whatever. With but, that I just like that more and more. <laughs> but the Ducati on her thigh, like, that is just bugging me. Chicks have tattoos, Jay. I need you to get over it. No, not RC. She's a thotty. Tiger she, Hawk. Look, she, be she belongs <laughs> to the streets, Jay. She belongs to the streets. <laughs> Tiger Hawk. Tiger Hawk. Tiger Hawk. But, but wait. But wait, wait. I'm sorry. The, what I'm trying to say is this. Is... There's a point where these fools go to Peru, and when they get there, Will Jack just comes up over a hill, and it's just like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm late." With his, I, I guess it's a Peruvian accent. He's definitely some sort of Latin, because the the human is like, "Hey, you're from the neighborhood, like I'm from the neighborhood." Which I'm just like, "That's a weird scene," but okay, you know, like I'm not saying he shouldn't notice. I'm just saying like. He's treating him like he's like, oh, dude, you obviously grew up where I grew up. And it's like, well, obviously not, because he's a giant alien robot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but he's treating him like, hey, chopped cheese. <laughs> like me. <laughs> you know, he's like, wait, I know you from the bodega. They're like, you don't know him from the bodega because he's a giant alien robot. <laughs> like everybody in the bodega would remember him because it's a giant alien. He don't even fit in the bodega. But you know, if he was a if he was a, a friggin' maximal, at least you could be like, well, maybe he was the cat, but he's not the cat, <laughs> you know. So I'm just like, I don't know. But it's it's but when I tell you, Mo, this fool just comes over the hill, and we're just like, why was why was Will Jack in Peru? No one, I guess we got to buy the comic for that. <laughs> the the I'm not prequel, buying that comic. 
Oh, Jay, I need you to buy the prequel Transformers book so we can like all that. get the backstory on why we were Jack. Real? No, I don't know. I probably not. I'm gonna check. Probably, probably not. Oz, I was Oz, I was Inferno. Man, come on, Mo. Listen, you know how much I love ants. You know if Inferno was in this movie, all I'd be talking about is Inferno. <laughs> That's all I'd be talking about. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I don't know where Will Jack came from. I don't know why he was like he didn't travel to Peru with everybody else. So he was either there already or he came in his own way that never got mentioned, but it was strange. And like they they don't it's not even like a thing where somebody like even was like, oh, we're glad. I don't even think anybody was like, oh, glad you could join us. <laughs> it was just like, they're like, yeah, we're glad you're here now. And you're, and Jerry is absolutely right. Like, Will Jack looks nothing like Will Jack. So it's just kind of like, why is he even, why are we even doing Will Jack? Like, why? Like, it could have been anybody. But I don't know. Anyway, we should rate this movie. Nineteen <laughs> minute. Moses. What do you think, Mo? So it yeah. looks like there's a children's book adaptation. Oh man, yeah. they're man, they're making our kids transformers fans. <laughs> I don't want the them first... trans in our kids. Hey, listen, I like I don't think I'm with Mo on this one. We should ban that book. Yeah. <laughs> we should ban can we that book. It, can we have it shipped to Florida? It's hurting our kids. Yeah. <laughs> hurting our kids. Yeah. It's like they they, they, they're getting used to the poor narrative structure. Florida ships their wet bags here. Can we ship those books there? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, they, that's what the Florida <laughs> did. Florida sent their immigrants here. We could send all our garbage there. It's like it, it'll be the, you know. So that might explain why Real Jack is there. Yeah. Oh, that book, you it. think? That no. book might actually explain it? Florida's migration policy. Well, that happens in a... I hear that happens a lot in the movie adaptation books. Like, they get the notes from the script writers, and they add in some crack things. Uh, so it's not just the stuff that's in the movie. They have access to extra materials to put in the books. Mm. Okay. All right. Listen, we should just rate this. Jay, let's let's rate this joint. What what would you rate Transformers Rise of the Beast? It's coherent. Um I guess that's worth the three. Maybe yeah. Uh two and a half. It is pretty bad, but it's not as bad as it could. It could have been a lot worse. Um, that's Jay. That's Jay's glowing review. Like that, we. I hope they put that on the back of the Blu-ray. It could have been a lot worse. Jay, Fantastic Four. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll stick with that. Two and a half. It could have been a lot worse. Jay, can you also say there's no uh, night scream in it? So it could be. It could have been a lot worse. There's no night scream. <laughs> put that behind I can't say that <laughs> yeah well I, I'm I'm rating this joint I'm a look 
If you don't give it two and a half, I'm gonna give it one and a half because I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> the yeah, end. I will say because I've seen the others, I do have a, an appreciation for this one not completely sucking. Yeah, no, I, I, and I agree with everything. Like all the upsides you said, I think are true in my limited experience. Like, you know, like I don't have any issues with uh with with Shia LaBeouf. But he's terrible in those Transformers movies. Like it's like is I can't I don't I I've I've seen a fair amount of his work, but I've never seen anything that he's been in that's worse than the Transformers movies. And that's not even like about the Transformers themselves. That's like literally about like the script and how he chooses to portray the character and direction character in those yeah. It's like those like and so it is one hundred percent like the, the humans in this at least act like people for the most part. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, Shia LaBeouf in Transformers 2, like, stops acting like a person in, like, a quarter of the movie. Well, th- see, that's <laughs> the beauty of that movie. And actually, I got to give uh, props that's, to... That's Taken no beauty? Tug. Why is that beauty? No, no. I, I give props to Taken Tugboat. Like, even the character was like, you know what? You don't need any humans in this movie. Like, his whole point in the second movie is like, I don't want any part of this. Like even in the story, and that—that's like even the character knew that this movie's better without humans. That's but taking to the Yeah, but that's well, the director's fault, not not Shia LaBeouf's fault. Well, you can say no. <laughs> listen, Devil's too good to be in these movies. But listen, I guess I look. I guess I can no say that because that until then, uh, no, I don't believe that's true. Like he read the script, but what I'll say is. I'm no, saying I mean, that nobody knew he was too good for the movies. Oh, maybe like, that might be true. If it wasn't for Transformers, he never would have gotten to be an eagle eye. That might be true. That could be true. I look what what I will say is this is that's just why enemy of the state, right? Yes. <laughs> White With the AI bad guy. Wait, listen. No, that's not. I don't think. I don't. I mean, okay. All right. We'll say that. All right. <laughs> what I will say is this: Eagle Eye. Eagle Eye is terrible, hey, and we hey, all hey, know hey. it. Hey, hey, hey. What I'm trying to say is that. Uh, uh, damn it! The the pe- like. No, you know what? I don't. You. I lost it. I lost it, Jay, because of you. <laughs> <laughs> he lost his astro train of thought. That's what it was. Speaking, speaking of things that are like pitifully mediocre, I saw the trailer for Isom number two. And the trailer is animated. And it got me thinking like, I would much rather watch a boring Isom cartoon than read a boring Isom comic. Like, have you seen this trailer? I have not, but you could just avoid all of it. Oh, that's definitely the better solution. <laughs> nah. But I mean, if I had to pick one. Yeah, no, I hear that. I hear that. Yeah. So should we move on? Yeah, we should. We should. Let's talk about Bleed Them Dry. Uh, Moses. Oh. Comic book review. Comic book 
like review. <laughs> well, not not like that, but like. Lovely. Uh, Taking tugboat says you, you you never seen uh, Disturbia? It's where Shia LaBeouf is on house arrest and getting stuck. Yeah. No, the trailer made it look like Rear Window with kids. It is. So I passed on that because what it is. I would rather watch Rear Window. Yeah. Um, Disturbia. You saw it? Mm-hmm. Was it Rear Window? I mean, it, 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 yeah, like Mo says, it, it is, but no. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. It changes like he's not he doesn't have a broken leg, but he has an anklet because yeah, on it, it is the concept, but you know, I mean, when you say is it rear window, it's like no, it's not rear window, but it's not like like leave it like this. Disturbia is a window. Disturbia is a much better movie than Transformers one or two. I believe that, Andy. Like, you know, all all of them. Oh, listen, I've never seen a Shia LaBeouf movie as bad as the Transformers movies. Like, actually, he does a really, like, as much as I would rather watch Rear Window than Disturbia, yeah. he does do a, a really good performance in Disturbia. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, no, listen, it's a mistake to, to mess around and be like, Disturbia is trying to be the new Rear Window. It's like, no, it's not trying to be the new Rear Window. It's obviously influenced by it, but it's a movie from today. Like uh, nobody that made Disturbia is like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna outdo Rear Window. <laughs> no one felt. No one there felt that. <laughs> and if they did, I'm sorry for them. <laughs> anyway, at the very least, Moses. they got a really good Shia LaBeouf uh, performance. <laughs> right. Uh, Talk to us about Bleed Them Dry, Mo. Bleed Them Dry. It is a ninja vampire comic, and. Uh, Again, I, I've been a little busy. Uh, I didn't get to read all of it, but I did read uh -huh. about half. I read about half. All right. Okay. And, uh, um, but this is uh, technically part of a Mo deal because you get the whole first trade paperback for like three bucks on vaultcomics.com. Is, is it vaultcomics.com? Vault. Vaultcomics.com. Yeah. I'll mm -hmm. put a, a link in, in chat real quick. Uh, and all their uh, all their comics are uh, the the trade paperbacks are uh, like three or two bucks uh, digitally, and then twenty bucks if you want the physical. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's not the first one I've read. No, no, physical. Oh yeah, but you can get the digital. Oh, there's uh, no there's no physical copies available. No, I don't want physical. They're like oh. twenty bucks too. They're like four times as much for clutter. Like you're not, paying not for clutter. clutter for for an actual copy of the book, Jay. Like it's. I never mind. Go ahead, Mo. <laughs> I've I've been telling Jay, you know, maybe we should dress up your background, but it's like no, that's his whole philosophy. It's minimalism. Right, you finally have that clutter. It finally fits. Like it, it's literally like he is like the Steve Jobs of our, our our show right now. Like all minimalism, clean, sleek design, and I love it. 
This fool's shirt max- matches his wall. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it is He's a like story of uh, Bleed Them Dry is a story that takes place in the future. Uh, what, 33? 3333. That's what it is, yeah. Too many threes. I don't like it. Makes me a little OCD. It makes my OCD act up a little bit, actually. But um, it, it, it is like a murder mystery, and there is a uh, vampire slayer. And this is like a, a an asylum city for uh, vampire people. But there is a vampire hunter on the loose, and they're trying to stop him. And one of the human police gets caught up in the middle. And that's pretty much the gist of, of, of the, the story. Um, yeah. From what I, I've read and, and, and got to read, I, I did enjoy it, enjoy the art. I, I like the art style and all that, but I was like, you know, sometimes this art could have been uh, spruced up with dialogue a little bit, you know? But it, it was so far serviceable. In two issues that I did read of this, it, it I wish it would have paced a little faster. But, you know, you do get the whole thing for $3. So maybe when I finish the end, that wouldn't be an issue. So I can't really knock it on that. But but I did enjoy the art and and the font on the title. I like that, too. That's how I actually bought it. It it actually popped up on my algorithm on Instagram. Yeah, I was like just looking at stories that people posted, and then the ad was, "Hey, get this for three dollars right now." And yeah. then I clicked on it, and it's like sent me the Vault Comics. I'm like, "Oh, you got a lot of things." And I had read another comic from there called um, Barbaric that I enjoyed. Yeah, and uh, I think we actually reviewed that too. So, um, uh, so I'm like, okay, I recognize that. And then it, you know, I'm seeing here like. Barbaric Volume Two is three ninety nine, and that's the they only have that on ebook right now, so it's four mm-hmm. bucks. Bonding, I, I actually uh, see here, and I don't know why I'm clicking on it without showing you guys. I apologize, but it is <laughs> they still do the thing with the trade paperback for like three bucks or so. So yeah, um, so yeah, so I you know I might be buying more books here just to to find a. a I, I like what I got in the, in the two issues that I did read of Bleed Them Dry. I I, I like what they're doing here, and uh, I'm going to support them a little more. So. Larry, did you finish it? I did. I did. And I should mention uh, the the writer is Elliot Rahal. Uh, Dyke Ruan is the artist. Uh Mikel Muerto is the colorist and Jim Campbell is the letterer. And right now, has like Elliot done any other stuff? Say again. Has Elliot done any other stuff? Uh let's see real quick. Um it looks like name? Elliot Rahal, R-A-H-A-L. It looks like on Vault they did another book called Cult Classic creature feature um and there's another like volume of cult classic called return to whisper so at least that's been 
but like real books. Um, Whoa, what's that mean? He's worked on Chilling Adventures of Sabrina and Chilling Adventures in Sorcery. Wait, so wait, but why are the other books not real? You tell me. I, I, I feel like they're real. That versus the Valiant Universe, number one. Wait, what? You know, Ninja versus the Valiant Universe. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I Listen, I understand that Vault isn't necessarily what people would think of as like a major publisher, but at the same time, like even given the book that we read today, you know, we're talking about today, it's like, like this book isn't something to just, you know, sneeze at, in my opinion. Like I was like, I, I enjoyed you know, it. No matter Satan one shot. It's no Madam Satan one shot. Is that what you said? Yeah. Did Rahal that, do that too, or no? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, his, that's just his pedigree. Like, not everything could be Madam Satan one shot. I mean, look, we saw the Madam Satan episode on Sabrina on TV, and they couldn't do what the comic did. But wait, so why? But are we? Are are you all talking about bleed them dry like it was only okay? Is like is that how y'all feel? Like uh, it's so. how it's trying to say it, but bleed them dry starts off pretty formulaic, standard, but <laughs> it goes someplace relatively interesting, and the characters are likable and interesting. Why why do you say all that? Like. It's all negative. <laughs> no, that's, that's all positive. Right. I, I agree. I'm just saying that like, you said it with like the the enthusiasm level of like negative. Like it, you're like the dude on the friggin' look, oh man, I'm about to make a sports reference on Fantastic Forum. You're about to you, you sound like the dude on the friggin' what is it? The the Denver Nuggets that is like Okay, I'm I'm done already. We won the the championship, so I can go home. And they're like, "No, you got to stay for the for the parade." He's like, "What is the parade?" He's like, "No, I gotta go home." <laughs> so Joe 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 said this joint like it was just his job to read this comic, and like he's like, "I enjoyed it, but I enjoy a lot of things." <laughs> that's how you. That's I the mean, energy that's that I got true, from you, just but... huh? I said, that's true, but no, I, well, I did enjoy this. Well, it's yeah, like, but here's, right here's the end. Here, like, you're right, but here's here's the thing, Joe. You said it like that, but it's not true. Like, you don't enjoy a lot of things. You enjoy some things. Do I not enjoy a lot? No. Oh, that's you good. Have, you have a very particular <laughs> taste. Like, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that, like, here's the thing. I'm not saying that you don't enjoy things like the things you do enjoy are usually pretty like like they're very I, I can't even say it's niche because niche implies that there's like rhyme and reason like where we could be like oh jay only likes this and i can't say that because i've known you my whole life and i like i have a hard time like there's some things i know that i'm like okay jay definitely would like this but there are other things that you come at me with, and I'm like, man, I didn't even know Jay would even enjoy that. Like, I, I'm I'm confused, and I'm like, I don't even. There's nobody else here that knows you as well as I do, 
like on the planet. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm the like I feel like I'm the foremost authority on Jay. And when people ask me questions, I'm kind of like, I'm gonna give you an answer, but it's 50-50. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm just saying, if you're like, oh, I enjoyed this, I'm just like, that's a win. Cause you don't enjoy everything. Okay. And don't get me wrong. And at the same time now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that Bleed Them Dry is phenomenal. Because I, I you know, I definitely um, am of the mindset. Like, I, I, I've read enough and have experienced enough media, whether you're talking about comics, television, movies, to be able to be like, oh, you know, bleed, bleed them dry isn't the end-all, be-all in regards to, like, it, look, it's not chroma. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, cr- chroma, where I was just like, wow, like, I, I know I didn't read it all when we friggin' did the review, but after, like, I was, like, blown away, which all of us were, I think, wh- wherever we decide to stop, we are just like, this joint's amazing. And then after having actually read it all, I was like, damn, this joint's even better than I thought it was. And I felt bad for not having finished it. However, Bleed Them Dry is still like a super solid kind of book. And, and, and like you said, it, like, it has instant characters. The story goes some places different than you probably would think it would go when you first started reading it. The character like, designs, like the, everybody is recognizable, like it's from the 100%. the news guy to the uh, police chief to the the detective, one hundred percent, the red herring to the you know, and, and it's Listen, like I was watching a TV show today where I confused two people, <laughs> and those are real life people. Like it was a live what? action television show. Was it? Was it like, no. <laughs> Why you gotta be racist? <laughs> Real quick, Burr says, "LOL, I have a friend like that with anime. His tastes are so unpredictably picky. Every time I think he'll like something, he doesn't, even though it's so much like other things he likes." There it is. There it is. Shout out to Burr. What up, Burr? Good to see you, man. But, but yeah, uh, <laughs> right. Absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, it's like one of those like, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, dude, it's like. And I'm not mad at Jay, because I like Jay, like, eclectic. Jay's face is the picture next to the word in the dictionary. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jay is an eclectic dude, and I love him for it, because he exposes me to so many things. Like, he'll just randomly be like, hey, you should check this out. I found it interesting. I think you will, too. And nine times out of ten, he's right. (laughs) And I'm just like, and I'll go to Jay and be like, Jay, this was amazing. Where did you find this joint? He was like, oh, you know what? Like, like I, the one of my favorite stories for Jay. Jay hit me to some music one time. And I was like, Jay, this was amazing. Where did you find this? He's like, oh, I was like, this was when there actually were like, you know, music stores still. And Jay was like, I went to the music store and I saw the cover for this album. And so I bought it because the cover looked amazing. And I was like, wait, what? Like he hadn't heard any of the music. He didn't know the group. Like there was no, there was no sonic reference from Jay to be like, I should buy this CD. 
he saw the art and was like, oh, that resonates with me. So I'm going to like the music. And it's just like, what? Like, and don't get me wrong. It's like, it's not to say, like, obviously he was right. <laughs> but it's like people don't normally operate like that. And and that's the, the, a perfect definition of Jay. <laughs> people don't normally operate like that. It happened to me when I bought a, a Power Man 5000 CD back at San Diego. Really? Yeah, because it was, well, it's called Power Man. <laughs> so right. I'm like, yeah, I know that's a reference. And then on the cover, the, in the back cover, they had uh, the common writer. And yeah. I'm like, it just as a design thing, like a collage yeah. thing. And I'm like, all right. So I Wait, bought but, it. it was but Power good. Man 5000 is not a Luke Cage reference, right? The Power Man in it is. It ha- I mean, it has to be because one of their songs is called like Son of X-51. So it's like they read comics. <laughs> so yeah. the Power Man in Power Man 5000 oh, has interesting. to be a page reference. I'm shocked by that. I didn't know that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Anyway, back to Bleed Them Dry. Um, so all of that to say, Jay, I'm just like, I'm not saying that, you know, like you should feel how you feel about it, but it seems to me like you might be, you might have liked it more than you're letting on. <laughs> You're, you're playing no, it I, cool, Jay. No, I, I did enjoy it. It's like to mix noir and cyberpunk is pretty dope. Like, not most people can do that. Yeah. It's pretty uh, much just them and Batman Beyond. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> that's that's pretty that, true. That's, like looking at these these pictures and this architecture, that's what it feel like. And even at first, I was like, "Man, maybe you know, having to do this futuristic, maybe it wasn't even necessary. Like, what if it was medieval time? You know? Mm-hmm. But but really, it, it's it just works. Like that that setting is just a setting, but the story still works. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it just looks cool as I'm as I'm reading. No, I no, I. I, I, I and I will say that, you know, I know for myself, like, I mean, right at the top of the book, it says a vampire ninja story, right? Is that what it says? Yeah. Pretty sure that's what it says. Hold on. Like, let me... You're right. A, a ninja vampire tale. I'm sorry. And so for someone like myself, like, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm huge on ninjas like i love ninjas and i feel bad that like you know as a kid that grew up in the 80s ninjas was like a big thing and then they faded away and then they like and don't get me wrong when i say faded away it's not like ninjas like disappear but they didn't have the kind of prominence they had in the 80s and i feel like in the 2000s they tried to make a comeback and it didn't quite take, <laughs> which is sad for me because, like, we got, like, two new, like, ninja movies that were, like, seriously about ninjas. Mm-hmm. And then they were just like, okay, well, people aren't, that's not resonating with folks. And I'm just like, who are these people that don't want to see ninja stories? But okay, fine. <laughs> you know, whatever. Then when it comes to vampires, it's like I have a love-hate relationship with vampire stories because 
generally speaking, I find vampire stories very interesting. At the same time, it's kind of like sometimes vampire, like the way vampire stories are depicted can be too much for me because I'm not big on horror. But I do find vampires, like as far as like lore and stories, really interesting. And so when you're like combining the two and you're like, it's a ninja vampire tale, I'm just like, okay, you know what? You have my attention. <laughs> you know, and and I'm gonna read this first issue, and I'm hoping that you're gonna live up to my expectation when it comes to the idea of what a ninja story is and what a vampire story is. And what Bleed Them Dry did, which I was a little like taken aback by, was it didn't really give me what I was expecting from either one of those kinds of stories, but it gave me enough of each of them in its own way that I was like, I'll read the next issue. And, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I say that like I wouldn't have read the next issue anyway because I would have because we're doing it for the show. <laughs> but what I'm saying is I wanted to read the next issue, which is the important part. And that's what, like, you know, when you're talking about, especially when you talk about number ones in comics, it's like, that's a big deal. Like your your first issue, its whole job at, when it boils down to things is to be like, okay, I need to compel you to buy issue two. And so it definitely did that for me. And then having read the series, which it's six issues, I'm just like, dude, this joint, this joint, like it's not the best comic I've ever read, but it's it's definitely entertaining. Yeah, what's up, Bursting? Naruto made ninjas cool again, but it didn't seem to take off from there. No, I, I, I agree. Like, I mean, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying like I mean Naruto made ninjas cool in a particular sector, obviously. Like, I personally love Naruto. And you know, and this is like one of the other places, one of the few where Jay has disappointed me yet again because Jay put me under Naruto and then left me alone to like be a Naruto fan and decided that he's like, oh, I don't need to watch Naruto anymore because there he's watching it. I did fall off. Oh, yeah, look, then, I don't even know. I don't even know if Jay's ever even seen Shippuden. Have you seen Naruto Shippuden, Jay? No, he went to Naruto. No, Jay, yeah, I mean, like Naruto. the first, I feel like I saw half of the first arc. Yeah, but you you understand that there's like a whole series of Naruto Shippuden. I know. Okay, got it. I'm glad. I'm glad you know. <laughs> so, one of the things that I did like in Bleed Them Dry, and this is a little spoilery, uh, but they do this cool ass thing where it takes place a thousand years into the future. And so we get the perspective of what it was like before vampires. Mm -hmm. And it turns out they just came and kicked all kinds of ass and made people like the victors write the history books right? and made it seem like they all things how they are now is the way they've always been, mm -hmm. which I just think is just interesting conceptually. 
in fiction, not in real life. In real life, Florida sucks. Like, fuck Florida. <laughs> look, well, first of all, I look, I mean, I don't, I, I'm not going to say you're wrong. <laughs> but what I will say is, dude, like, like, Bird just came it, back. Like, <laughs> oh, does Bird live in Florida? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Bird, that I didn't realize. I know, <laughs> Bird said, LOL, wow. <laughs> Bird said, LOL, wow, unbelievable. I'm gone. <laughs> it's not the people, it's the ones in charge. The well, people wait, wait. that are burning books and trying to rewrite history. But but here's the whole thing. It's it's funny you say it like that because I, I'm with you and I agree with you 100% in the sense that, you know, there are definitely people out here trying to control the narrative. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> Yeah, the government is ass. Fuck DeSantis. There it is, bro. Appreciate it. Right. <laughs> but but that's what I'm saying, trying to say. But you're saying that like, like, like we grew up in that whole same environment in in just America at large. Like it's not Florida on its own. It's like you know, like yeah, I, I mean, we, we I can see what they're doing. Like, but they're doing I'm saying, it currently, they are doing it. Currently. And they're being super blatant about it. Right, like, they're literally flaunting it in our faces. Yeah. I you know, look. I guess what it is where I'm like, you know, they're 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 messing around and feel like they can do it because it's been done before. And that's the whole thing where it's like it's the same way how like we grew up with all this stuff about Columbus. And, and you know, like I'm just saying, like, like we we got those stories in that same way, and it's like it wasn't until much later, like I know for myself, like, you know, I went to a historically black college. And I damn near feel like I had to get deprogrammed. <laughs> you know, like growing up in friggin' California and not having like necessarily a, a, a wealth of black people around me to be like, hey, like you would understand that they tell you the history in this way, but there is there are like stories and facts that contradict some of these things that they teach you that are actually, or that are supposedly historical. And it's just like, what, <laughs> you know, I, I break this up because uh, I was going to say one Jade, we're, we're past the type two. And then the other part is, is really this, like, this is what's going on. Like you can't say fuck Florida anymore. Cause it's like 20 of these States doing the same. Right. Shit. That's right. So, like, it's not even like the jokes about Florida man and all that. Right. You can't no. even really say no more. You know. No. So, it. It. Yeah. Like, Burr is one hundred percent right. There's like a whole string of states that are out there in the deep south, in the Midwest, yeah. that are just you know. And and don't get. I mean, listen. You never and know. I, like, you know Ari a, Arizona. Yeah. They. You know. They've been the more Christian so, you know. states. I mean, listen, I, don't, I don't even know if it's Christian or not Christian, but either way, it's like, like you, everyone needs to be watched in regards to what 
they're putting out here. Yeah, they need to stop taking like, like three dollars per four dollar taxes from California <laughs> and New York if they care that much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can use that money myself. Here. We got potholes. <laughs> you know? We do have. They do have that. I am watching the clock. I had an ulterior motive for being on past my tight two. It's all good, man. I was just trying to be funny, but really, I'm, I'm happy to have you. Uh oh, Jay has Anyway, but speaking of it, it will be time for me to go soon. Yeah, yeah. So, so what else do we want to say about this before we actually rate it? Um, I know Mo mentioned the art, but I want to mention the art also. I, I enjoyed the art. It was really good. Um, yeah. I don't think they see what happened to the cat at the end. What cat? Um, <laughs> the girl had a cat in her apartment. She probably ate it. Remember? I don't, she think, had... she went, I don't think she went back. Yeah. So, I mean, the cat's just there. Yeah, maybe next convention. Maybe, maybe someone that. took it in. Maybe someone heard it meowing. I'm not sure. I think they might have gone and checked our apartment and the guy took the cat. Her partner? Yeah. That's diabolical. It's <laughs> diabolical. But He's a yeah, monster. I, I, I did enjoy the art. Um yeah, they did some shady stuff with the some corpses, but overall, I, I did enjoy the art. So what what about you, Mo? I know you said that you liked the art already, mm -hmm. but yeah. you, you got to only read the first two issues, two of six, yeah. right? Yeah, so it's like, how, what are you thinking? Like, are, are you feeling like you're going to go back and like, eventually finish it or right, totally like I, I mean i was all i i like the cover like the cover that we have right here uh in our little thumbnail like that's the that was literally the ad and it says hey get mm -hmm. this comic book at a low price you know and i'm like okay i like comics you know yeah and there I, it is i like digital comics and that right. this making it easy to buy digital comics they gave it to me in two different formats an epub format and a pdf mm -hmm. So nice. depending on what you're like, I, I lit, like I actually fucked up because I put the wrong format. I don't know if you guys can read EPUB in, in, in our drive so you guys can review it. So I have to go and get the PDF up there. Uh, I didn't realize it was in two formats. So uh, mm -hmm. but I appreciate it because it's at three bucks like that and, and give me those options. It's, it's you mm -hmm. know. I don't know if they sell it on Comixology, but everything I hear from Comixology is you can't find anything you're looking for. So, right. Uh, so yeah, that the execution no, of it, the marketing, the mark, the marketing on it, I, I like the algorithm found me. <laughs> so it's like I don't want to see no big booty girls. Give me comics, you know. And so the algorithm finally worked here. You know, there it and, is. Uh, so yeah, it, 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 I'm gonna buy more stuff. And and the the wild part is like I mean, it took some time for this joint to come out. Like, like it's six issues, but yeah. I know it started in twenty twenty. Yeah. I think if I'm not mistaken, but the yeah. last issue didn't come out until twenty twenty one. And so it's like you know it it 
it took its time coming out with those six issues. Um, or I won't say it took its time. What I'll say is, you know, because Lord knows it's like, you know, you're, we're not talking about a, a giant corporation uh, right. publisher here. You know, right. it's like, it's, but the I don't quality, I like, the, like the yeah. way the, the quality is, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to see the physical copies because <laughs> yeah. they, they look really good digital. I can only imagine mm-hmm. printing it out. So and and, and, and I should... oh go ahead, Mo. I'm sorry. No, no, it was that. It's like they they like yeah, it takes a little longer, but it's a high quality book. It's not your right standard Ashcan or or right your bad monthly books that you get from the big two right. right you know absolutely. And and I should also mention that the the. You know, it's the we mentioned earlier the twenty dollars for the physical copy, but it is actually twenty dollars for the physical and the ebook. So you get the physical oh, and nice. the digital for that Damn. twenty buck. I got swindled. So. <laughs> if you buy it on Comixology, it's like nine bucks. Okay. For what? For the trade paperback. For the yeah. Okay. Physical or for no digital? Comixology is digital. Comixology is digital. Yeah, but you oh. have it in your library, in the app, and everything. But I'm saying, why would I buy a, a digital version for nine dollars if I can get it for three? Well, it'll be part of your library there, and you'll always have it as you know, without having like if your computer gets fried, it's in that cloud, it's in that server as oh. you're, you know. Whereas if I okay. the one I bought, like if if I hadn't cheaped out and not bought you guys a copy and just you guys share mine and you know my computer fruit fritzes, I'm out. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, there's a I comic you. I want to see here uh, and let's see. Let's see if I can share it with you. Um, share screen. Yeah. And it's this one. It's called Queen of Swords. And uh, like, I love that cover. I love yeah. like, that sword and sorcery, like Conan. Like it's the yeah. Red Sonia font. Like, yeah, this is definitely a giving a Red Sonia vibe. And this is only physical, and it's a hundred bucks. That's uh, from Vault. Yeah, they only made a hundred of them. Oh, so it's, uh, it says this uh, this gorgeous Red Sonia number one homage variant, Skyler Partridge and Daniel. It's only available for a very limited time. It's extremely rare. Collectible cover ships for bagged and boarded in a Gemini mailer. Grades are not guaranteed. Purchases will be, you know. And uh, I guess Grades it's... Grades are not guaranteed. What's that mean? They're like, it might I get mean, messed up in shipping? Like, if you're expecting to get like a 9.0, like, it might not be it. <laughs> yeah. But, you okay, know... I guess. The, the Gemini mailer is technically fairly uh, reliable so uh you you can't you won't necessarily like get a bad if you're looking to grade it you're not gonna get like a two you know what i mean i hear you but uh i'm like i i want to buy that for a hundred okay man like i feel like they should have a counter if it if they're like it's only limited it's like i it should be like oh there's only so many left (laughs) <laughs> let me share. Uh, let me share the screen as I buy it. Let's see what. It's so, doing. are we ready to rate? Yeah, we should do that. Moses, what would you rate? Bleed them dry. 
Uh, I would give it a four out of five. It is a good, um, like, just the experience of finding it and buying it was a good experience in and of itself. And then what I read, I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't, uh, I can't knock it. I, I, I enjoy it. And uh, so, yeah, four out of five, the whole experience, aside from, uh, sorry, I clicked the wrong thing here. Um, <clears throat> and the story and everything is, is all good. I'm counting the buying experience too because it was so easy. <laughs> I literally got my <laughs> and a download link. So I like that in my comics. So um, there it is. They they put me on to a, 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 a marketplace that is easy now. Like I can literally like get whole arcs for like three, right. four bucks. And right. some of that stuff looks good. Like the covers look good, and I'm like, you know what? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna do this. I'm, I'm gonna buy more. You know, so there it is. definitely like, I'll give Vault as a whole, and it is a, a mo deal to a degree. I didn't play the music, but you gotta let them know you gotta hear when you buy it. There it is. Jay, what about you? What would you rate? Bleed them dry. I'll give it a three, three and, and a half. half. Okay. Three and a half. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, as for myself, you know, I, I think I would give it um I'd give it a solid four. Like I like I almost want to give it four and a half, honestly. Um again, it's not the greatest thing you'll ever read, but it's it does its job in giving you like a ninja vampire story. And it does give you like a cyberpunk feel that again I wasn't even expecting personally, and it's it's very cool. Like it 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 is like when it like uh, there's some books you read and you're just like man this is so deep and it has so many layers to it, and you're like okay this could be a television series or uh, a whole set of movies. Bleed them dry. Is not quite that. Bleed them dry could be an amazing movie. Or, or now I won't say or, and it should be additional comic books. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because there's more there. Like there's definitely a whole world that got built that I would like to know more about. I would love to for it to go into the past and all that kind of stuff. But the fact of the matter is, like there's there's a lot of stuff there that I would love to see maybe um covered in in other comics and it would be awesome if it did get like a movie whether that be live action or animated that would be super cool too based on this particular art but it's it's fun and it's awesome and it's well executed and i would love to see more of it so there it is all right let's let's look it's time for us to get out of here <laughs> let's yeah. uh let's go ahead and and play some final thoughts music and do our thing hey give me some final thoughts um shit, i forgot <laughs> that, hey that's more than fair, friend. That's more than fair. 
Uh, Most Magnum, final thoughts. Ah, enjoy life. Even if it is the shitty Transformers movie. Like, life is kind of fleeting. If you like it, you fucking like it. But don't waste your time not reading the source material and knowing how it should be. Oh, there it is. Like, subscribe to the bell. Exactly. Like Mo said, like, subscribe, hit the bell. We appreciate you. Thank you for your support. Uh, we'll be back next week. So, you know, in the meantime, let us know what you want to see, what you don't want to see. Um, you know, shoot, there's a lot happening in comics coming up in this week. In, in well, for the rest of this month, we got The Flash coming up uh, this, week, <laughs> this weekend. We got, we got uh, Secret Invasion coming out, like, you know, in the next, like, two weeks or so. So, you know, mess with all that. Not to mention all these amazing comic books that are coming out each and every Wednesday. So, you know, whoever your favorite character is, go check that out at your local comic shop. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you so much. We appreciate your support. Uh, and like I said, we'll be back next week. Until then... We're the Fantastic Forum. Good night.